I have now restarted this intro and re-recorded it several times, and I'm just never satisfied. So hopefully this will be the one. But this podcast was super special. It was me and Elijah, as usual, so probably less special than I made it out to be. But it will be fun anyhow. We got down. We got high. We got up. It's time to live life, y'all. Enjoy podcast mental pie i don't really know what number it is but you'll love it later Talk a little A and P and PF Changs. You know what I'm saying, Jay? I'm excited to get down on PF Changs on this fine Mother's Day slash birthday. It's a big day. Yeah. It is your birthday. Whoa, but he's it's turning mom, twenty five. It's Mama's Day first. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you out there, Mama. You're such a mama's boy. I'm a mama's boy, man. Perhaps it was because you were born on an eventual Mother's Day. You know? It's when true. you're born in May, you're really Opening yourself up to being a little mama's boy. That's yeah, because my mother used to hold me out in the cold when I was when I couldn't sleep and my skin was red and itching because I was a diseased child. Yeah, I mean, you know, I went through that today. It's not that tough. You did. You had a big old. <laughs> you had the big old rash hives. I had an allergic reaction, like all of a sudden. I was in my friend's house, and let's say, with all clarity, obviously a trash house. If I'm getting uh, rashes, I don't even know. If it's because of her house, but I'm going to assume it is to kind of place blame elsewhere. It's her house. I mean, we got there and it started when you started laying on her couch. Yeah, and and I left and now I'm feeling much better. Yeah. Things are swelling down. But also, when I took off the t-shirt, things started kind of cooling. But this is much cooler now. To be fair, you also put cortisone on and took an antihistamine, so. Yeah. Allergic reaction. I don't have a lot of those. 
No, I wonder what that was. Yeah, I don't have a lot of those. Is that you, Sunda? Are you responsible for this? I don't know. I it feels like it might. It sometimes just the right thing blows through the air, and it just gets that little thing gets somewhere in your body, and it just confuses it. You know. Ooh, it ooh, hit, something it gets gross. hit. You look boiled. Yeah, I look boiled. It was kind of cool though. I mean, I mean, I guess. I still have some red. Here you go, my friend. Even the red's kind of going down now. Hallelujah. That was kind of freaky. Yeah, uh, for a good minute there, I was a bit worried for your health. Yeah. Yeah, but also, you know. No. Yeah. It seemed exactly like an allergic reaction. Yeah, it was high V. There's, there's a lot of possibility when things happen to you like that. When you have little, like, pretty intense aches, pains, or allergic reactions, or something like that. Like, to really sew a pretty dire picture. Oh, especially and I when try you're to, stoned. Oh, yeah. When you get stoned. I mean, we were stoned in that moment. I could imagine the hysteria you felt for a quick second. Well, I don't know if I felt that much. I mean, at first when I saw it, that's like the big shock. But like right after that, my mindset goes to chill out. Yeah. Like just chill out. Chill your body out. Breathe. That, to me, <clears throat> seems like the way to get through a lot of things in life. Like don't overthink it. Don't put too much stress on your body <coughs> oh my god fuck weed dude i don't want to cough but i here i am um when you put stress on your body it, it just doesn't heal as well i just don't feel it i feel like when something happens no matter what's happening to you it's happening right it here we go like whatever it is whatever the disease could be or what have you but but listen quiet yourself and just listen to what it feels like and just see it as exactly what it is and nothing more yeah because even if, let's say, it is a, you know, you have a sharp pain in your abdomen, and it's like, well, it might be a cancer or something. Well, the first path, if it is cancer, to getting to getting cured is to have a very, you know, mellow mindset about yeah. the entire thing. To Stressing be able about to... it's going to ruin it. it. just Well, it makes it worse. Yeah. Stress hormones will agitate and inflame and just fucking rip you into shreds. Yeah, and tear your mind up, too. When you're really worried about things like that, you start to... Imagine things that aren't there levels of pain that you, you oh, no, I think it's getting bigger or yeah. I think it's getting worse. Like you just start really overthinking. It. Oh, that's the worst. The little the little rabbit hole like, oh, is it getting bigger? Like still, yeah. I think even if it's getting bigger, it's like, OK, it's getting bigger. And then at a certain point, oh, it's that large. It's like, OK, well, I'm going to the doctor now. Yeah. Like, but you just take it as it is for what it is. Um, so allergic reaction. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not a big issue. You can kind of tell the difference between if the first thing that came to mind was like, here it is. The beginning of eczema. Yeah, here we go. That's what I had when I was a little child, man. That's yeah. when my mother used to keep me out in the cold. Yeah. Because I just couldn't sleep. She used to put, she put at least one time, I believe, put oven mitts on me in the middle of the night when I was a little baby so I couldn't scratch myself. Wow. Yeah, so I was just like a tiny what a, baby just with oven mitts on. What a great mom. Like, happy Mother's Day, Isabel. Oh, Mama Isabel. Yeah. I love her, too. I love her so much. Known her a long time. Um... She's just the, she's literally, it's like all sugar. You know what I'm saying? It's the sweetest oh, thing yeah. in the fucking world, in the universe. Give me the sweets. Give me the Rocher Souchard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And if it's not sugar, it's like lovely, creamy, French, you know, delights. Cream, sugar, and pastries. Really, uh, really kind of a cool day, Mother's Day is. It's kind of weird. I don't like the part of it where I kind of don't like commitment in any sense. So even beyond like, oh, you know, it's a profiteer day, you know, to get people to buy cards and go to events and spend money. I also see something wrong and like being like, well, today I have to call my mom and I like, you know, days of remembrance are, are cool, but it's like, I almost believe 
it's a certain fakeness comes out of people at that time of year where it's like, well, you could have called your mom any other time. Um, and you, you didn't until you were reminded by the culture or whatever, which is what holidays are for to remind you of things that, but if it's not, if it's not already already on your mind, it's just kind of weird to me. It's like, is it really coming from an honest place of yourself? You know, do you really like when you think you're like, man, I got to call my mom, you call your mom no matter what. I, sp- I mean, in the end, I feel like maybe it doesn't matter. It doesn't. As long as you... certainly doesn't. As long as you called your mom... I, I, there's plenty of people out there who don't think about that or maybe have odd relationships with their mothers. Yeah. And I think I think of it more... At least the intention of the holiday would have been like a call to action. Yeah, a little yeah, push. A little lift and a well, little it's just push. just a reminder. If, if you notice all of a sudden... Oh, it's Mother's Day. You get reminded because everyone's talking about it. Everyone yeah, what's my it. mom up to? Yeah, all of a sudden, if you're somebody who maybe hasn't talked to your months or your mother in four or five months, yeah, you know, you might you might have this idea like, oh shit, Mother's Day, like my mom, I gotta give her, I gotta yeah. give her a call and just at least talk to her for a second. It just becomes, it's just because I feel like me, you and I, both talk to our moms pretty regularly. Like, you know, I, I, yeah. Yeah, pretty regularly. Yeah. I'm less than you, for sure. I speak to my mother pretty regularly but I, all the time. You know, I, you know, I never go too long without I call her or she calls me, yeah. you know. So it's just one of those things. But some people just don't. That's that's strange. 100%, yeah. That is kind of strange, but it also kind of can make sense in a lot of situations completely, yeah. you know. No, I suppose so, yeah. Um, so it's strange to us in our experience. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, in an ideal world, I have a weird kind of issue with, with Mother's Day. Like in an ideal world where it's like, well, we should live as honestly and true to ourselves and, and, and fill our mind and do with our, our lives what we deem fit to make it better or worse or whatever. So call your mom more often if you want to. <clears throat> you use the one day. Just it, Something feels dishonest, but I don't really care. Yeah, It is just a, a holiday that you could even choose not to participate in. I mean, it's not... Well, apparently the Hispanics... Do it on May 10th. Yeah, that was weird. We were out at uh, some sushi. For, it's Julian's 21st, so we had to go get some sushi, get some steamed pork bao buns, and get a bottle of champagne and, oh. and properly just wake up. It was good. Fucking take on the world Yeah. with the with the best. The best. Take on the world with the best. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but this lady who was pouring us water, I was like, are you celebrating mothers today? Are you a mom? Are you a daughter? She's like, we celebrated on April 10th. I'm like, oh, my God. Mm. I did have a, a really, just a classic. I've never heard that before. Bad experience at Trader Joe's. I mean, I loved it. I was happy with it because I thought it was funny. But it w- it would it could have been awkward. Let's put it this way. Uh, Trader Joe's. When we were just there today? Yeah, just there today. <clears throat> uh, I was paying for the coffee or whatever. And I go to the lady. I'm like, happy Mother's Day. And I pulled the one out of your pocket. I said, like, have you called your mother yet? And she's just like, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, well, you should definitely do that after work. And she goes, oh, well, my mother passed. And I was thinking right before she said that, I was like, dude, what if, like, I asked somebody this and their mom's dead? And then yeah. she said my mother passed. And it really blew my fucking mind in that moment. And she had to go with it. Yeah. She, she was just like, oh, yeah, my mother's passed. That, that like, happens yeah. sometimes. I'm kind of a, you know, you know, when I'm talking to a lot of people, I will make some kind of small talk and try to pull something out of it, especially if you're a stranger. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I think most people do that. Um, when when you put yourself out there, like, how's your day going? Or like, happy Mother's Day. You should call your mom. Or or asking at least, happy Mother's Day. What's up? Like, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, oh, you know, if you could get into a conversation. I have three daughters and stuff. like It's a high point. It's like, oh, well, you know, what do they do? What, what do you love about them? Whatever mm-hmm. the hell you want to talk about. Um, 
but then you also put yourself out for just the worst. Oh. Like my my manager told me once that he he said stop asking how people's day days are like when you're serving tables, uh, and uh, I was like why? Like I just I'm just gonna do that. Like you know even if somebody's having a tough day, I'll try to be helpful with that too. You know just be try to yeah. bring some positivity to it all. Um, but he was like one time he asked a dude how his day was going and he was like you know. Uh, you can't the lady said something to the effect of you can't bring my husband back so don't ask whoa yeah like I think it was like could, probably a recent wound yeah but you know but then even that like the, <sighs> the, the, the the guy Joseph is just asking you know even if your husband passed you don't you know can yeah. you bring my husband back it's like whoa yeah I would like well, to but I can't you know I can't yeah. I wish we could just you know you know I'm just asking if you brought that up us. like you know um, you know my husband passed today. It's been an absolutely horrible day. You know, you can kind of almost then people can kind of reach out. Yeah, well, then but they can. Death respond is so traumatic. But yeah, emotionally, I, mean, I, I understand that you can't really blame the lady, but at the same time, I think that's that's going to be a rarity. That type of reaction. Most of the time, even if people have had a not so good day, they're like, "Ah, oh, it's been all right." You know, they say that, and then they just kind of move on. Yeah. Just and because, then you feel you know, that they don't want to get on. into it. They yeah. don't want to talk about that shit. So they just go, oh, it's been, uh, well, you know. Jerry in accounting yeah. really fucked me over. Yeah. I just got off work. So I'm a bit tired, but I'm good. You know, like that. You yeah. might get if it's a bad day. Yeah. My <laughs> girlfriend's fucking somebody else. What do you, it'd be funny just to, just to say I these mean, things. That's like, the like idea say, of the bartender and yeah. the, like the bartender's job is not only to serve drinks, but to listen to drunk guys' problems. Yeah. That's the classic. That's image. a classic job right there, dude. Just the bartender is like, he knows all the slugs and everybody as like their background and shit kind of protects him, thinks about how much they're drinking. Like a good bartender is a, is a good friend. Yeah. He's always like <laughs> wiping the inside of glasses What's up, with Jerry? a rag. And he's like, yeah, hey, how you doing? You want, you want the usual today? Yeah, I'll tell you. Give me a usual, Mike. Thank you. All right, coming up, man. And then you just talk. Yeah, and you're like, how's your wife doing? Is she doing good? You know, it's been a bit of a tough day, I'll be honest. Yeah? Yeah, I was um, out to dinner with one of the secretaries at work. And, uh, you can't tell anybody, by the way. No, don't worry about don't it. Don't fucking talk about it. I'm, I'm trying to get through this. between you and me, man. Um, But one of my wife's best friends saw us, and it wasn't... It, wasn't even a romantic thing. It was just ah man. But it looked it looked bad. It looked bad. I mean, I you know, this is how it is. All right, she she's uh you know she probably still loves you. You get you guys got a couple kids. I don't think she's leaving anytime soon, my man. I think you're all good. Don't worry about it. Thanks, Jerry. Have yourself another fucking Mike. drink. Your mic. A mic? Oh no. I think. Okay. We, what well, we nice. lost it. So um, uh yeah, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> I felt like Cheers, like trying to like, hey, everybody. Do you ever watch Cheers? The sitcom? Uh, I have seen episodes here and there. Best bartender bar community of any show ever made. <laughs> yes, that's what it's all about. It's called Cheers, you know, just walking into the bar. Mm-hmm. Where everybody knows your name. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you <know>? yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Homies. Love that. It's cool to have community spots. I do realize like. In my life in general, I have I have my friends, but they're, you know, people that I hang out with on a daily basis. But there's communities for stuff that you could be interested in that are always out there for you to take part of. Like, there is communities of things out there. And I don't think I take part in enough communities of things. Like, Sam interested in growing, you know, shit at my house. Join an urban farming community. Yeah. You know? And, just, and then you just meet these people and you, like, learn there's some, like, badasses there doing some cool shit. And you're like, damn. 
well, this is going to make me a better person. I'm talking about it more, you know, I'm widening my range of just knowing people and, 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 and putting your hand and, and head out there to. Oh, trying something totally connect. new. Totally new. That will get you. That will make you feel like the man you want to feel like or the yeah. woman you want to feel or whatever the fuck. It will just get you there. Because that's, uh, dude, that's essential. That moment when you finally find something new and you're like involved with people you enjoy and you're enjoying yourself, you really like it and you find it worth the time to do. That's fucking special. Yeah, that's very. That's a that's a very good feeling. Community is, is is wonderful. Especially, I I have just a fascination with rallying it around you know personal and and mental growth. Mm. Some people have communities where it's you know we all have our bar crew or stuff. It's not there's there's growth in some ways, but really it's it's not focused on hey I'm gonna I'm gonna become I'm gonna I'm gonna further my skill set mm. or I'm gonna have a better understanding of the world going through this. Um, even if there's something you're good at, you know, that you say you've been uh, doing music production for like three years, like you, you've learned a lot. You've gotten pretty far. Great thing to do is to go out to a community. And then all of a sudden it's like, wow, there's so much more to learn. And then I'm getting explained to me face to face and, 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 and trading some of my ideas. Like it's, um, it's a great way to grow. Yeah. It's, uh, no, it's, it's important to, it's to a human seed to meet with others. Humans are meant to be with others, sharing ideas. It's the only reason we are where we are, of course. I mean, we got you, you gotta you gotta just share that shit, mix it up, put it in a pile, bake it, fry it, and serve it on a bun. Yeah, with a little bit of achiote. Simple as that, baby. Hell yeah. With a little garlic aioli. <laughs> aioli. I um, but yeah, I uh, I think it's it's a really worthy fascination when you start picking up random new things. Really helps you feel good about the next day. Uh, if you do stuff, it's funny that there's there's literally biological triggers uh, of things uh, connecting directly to our brain chemistry uh, and to our real state of mind in a pretty physical way. That if we're not, you know, doing or or nourishing ourselves enough, that we actually get really we get sad. It's just kind of funny. We're not robots. We like to think that we can just be programmed into a do this and this and this. Like that's what a lot of systems are for is uniformity and. Um, homogeny uh, but I think you can get a lot out of you know I totally just lost my train of thought what was I even talking about <laughs> uniformity I remember that yeah. word I'm stoned man this, yeah I'm this stoned got, too this got deep pretty quickly yeah I'm a little so stoned but I just I just lost that I, I just lost my grasp it was going and I was talking about it and maybe I didn't care enough what I was talking about you know what I'm saying like you know that feeling <laughs> you're just like talking like am I just going on it's weird how that I, I feel like that always happens when you're smoking weed and you start talking and then you're not thinking about the words anymore and your brain just starts going in another direction but your mouth is still speaking yeah like you've locked some like yeah. points and then at into some point your in there it just kind of cuts off yeah and then you're like oh <laughs> you just drove your train off the side of a bridge and you're in free fall and you're like what was I talking about where am I <laughs> that's fucking strange a memory just appeared and just disappeared you were in the middle of speaking about it oh it's cool that it we have biological triggers for that shit just yeah. saying like it's just interesting that evolution has, has made us that way now what were you saying I just had to finish uh, my I lost mine <laughs> <laughs> yes I think we can track it I think I can track it down. I mean, maybe I don't want to be silent, like just closing my you know, my <laughs> mouth and just thinking, what was it that we were talking about? It's funny that when we smoke weed, you know, yeah. that 
<laughs> we set stuff up for our for our uh, mouth and then kind of just lose it out of nowhere. I you have such an ADHD feeling. Yeah, it's very when strange when you're smoking weed because you also you think about things that you're doing more so. Yeah, you know, I think that's where a lot of paranoia comes from. Is like it's almost like your thinking is just expanded to a part of your living that most of the time, naturally, when you're going through your day, you're not really thinking like, dude, am I am, am I wiggling this leg too much? And you're thinking about it. You're like, oh, you're wiggling your leg. When you're sober, you're like, yeah, I want to wiggle my leg. Yeah, exactly. And when you're high, you're like, maybe this, is it more wiggling, less wiggling? Yeah, there's an issue with this. I'm tapping too hard. I've got my legs touching the floor with a little bit too much force right now. This is uncomfortable. I do feel a strange sensation in my right knee, and I'm concerned about that. You're feeling that? Yeah, no, well, that's... Is that real? That's... That could happen. That probably has happened. I thought that was real in the moment. I was like, no, I'm sorry your right knee hurts. But yeah. That is, those are the kind of thought processes you can pick up. I, but there's something also too that can be very, very peaceful about weed. Like almost if you try to stop thinking, if you meditate, breathe, clear things out a little bit, you can have these much more like lucid thoughts, mm. these patterns of thinking that like with enough calming of your mind, you can take from one place to another very peacefully and thoughtfully and you feel good and just calm about what's yeah. happening. And sometimes that just happens without you even trying. Other yeah. times you get you just smoke that weed where you're down into that tunnel we were discussing earlier. But I mean, you get those moments when you smoke a little like that's why I like to smoke and then do exercise cuz for some reason then in the exercise I feel like I'm in this strange zone. zone. Yeah, it's it's it feels like I'm watching a movie of myself the whole time. Yeah. And I'm not thinking about it and it's just like happening. And yeah. I don't know. I it wonder. Kind of it, it, it helps me not feel as many, you know, reps. You just don't feel it. Yeah, I agree. Well, you're just too focused. You're not focusing on how much it hurts, and you're not focusing on any all the discomfort. It's just kind of this weird. I don't know. I don't know how to explain. It's kind it. of like stillness. Yeah, it's, it's just in your mind. It's just kind of like a kind of commitment to like oh, I'm doing more and more. I'm just going and going and listening. Yeah. You're almost just listening and feeling. You know, I almost think about it in my in my definition uh, as a as a presence, like you're you're being present in that moment, and the pain doesn't bother you as much because you almost realize that you're just going to be doing this and just do it again and just do it again. Don't think about pain. Focus just directly on this this action and your breath. Mm. You know, it's it's like a meditative state. I mean, yeah. exactly what people espouse to calm down all the time is just like you know, physical activity keeps your mind way off. You know. Any any extracurricular stuff like is the door open right now or something like that? Like if you're really physically working, it will take a lot of your your mental pie. Yeah, it will take it all up. It'll eat it. It'll yeah, eat your yeah, mental yeah. pie. I'm gonna eat your mental pie. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to just eat more mental pie. Oh, that's let's just get up a slice of knowledge. I and mean, that's the name of this episode: is mental pie. Mental pie. There it tastes we go. very similar to a. Uh, to uh, snozberry remoulade. A snozberry? Yeah, it's full of mayo and snozberries and mm. dill. Oh, dude, that dill that we enjoyed at the farm dinner was lovely. The dill? The dill. Yes, the dill. What was it on? We cut it. I forgot what it was on, but I, I harvested dill. Oh, cool. Yes. Oh, early in the morning. Yes, yes. Me and Julian, uh, I was shooting... Uh, a video promotion for this dinner that our buddy Skyler was executive chefing and Julian was a great right-hand man. And that was a fun experience. Super fun. Loved every second of it. Yeah, nobody was nobody was doing what we, us three did, the executive chef Julian and I, which is Skyler. He was on 
mostly movies if you want to hear what his voice sounds like um we 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 camped we camped at the farm to just kind of get vibe like when me and Skylar first talk about talked about doing this event it was like we should camp just to kind of be there all day you're just there out in a farm in the middle of Bonacqua Tennessee with a big old horizon and just kind of a hard-working kitchen you know nothing's too beautiful it's all very farmhouse style hooking up the propane tanks cleaning off the counters getting everything ready setting up for people to come through yeah. a big nice event is a great the prep was serious it was it was really lovely to see the whole thing happen there was a last-minute decision to have a fire built yeah I built the fire but you know uh, that's the only reason sweet, you brought it up there's some sweet shots of the fire that I built if you guys want to check it out edible Nashville take it deep and uh, yeah, this was just a beautiful fucking experience. It was. Serving a little bit, doing some uh, Yeah, you served around. for a while. So uh, the, the entire concept of the dinner was like, of the, at least the main protein portion, and a lot of the charcuterie, I mean all the charcuterie, was like a uh, pig or a hog from nose to, to tail or tail to snout. Um, and they made some crazy shit. Like there was this awesome, super creamy pork butter. Oh. It was so good. We still have some of that in our fridge, dude. We don't. We don't. What happened? I cooked with it all. You fucking douche. It's been weeks and nobody was touching it. I was using it for food. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen. You let the head cheese go bad. It's past the point of goodness. Yeah, well, throw it away then. That's what I'm I saying. wanted to freeze it, but Skylar promised me we were going to prep it and we didn't. Whatever. Let's not have this conversation, <laughs> Julian. Let me just say that is a cold, cold move. It's a cold move? It's a cold move. You're ice. You can't just not eat it and then i haven't been weeks. to be fair i haven't like been home for that's three been, weeks that's your decision right there bud yeah but that's your decision your decision your pork butter could last for millennia no it was one tiny jar dude you're gonna cook that i would cook potatoes in that that sounds so good it was crazy it sounds so it had a little bit of sweetness to it oh my god kind of caramelized because there's sugar content dude it was it was one of the most unbelievable batch of taters i ever made in my life that fucks me up ladies and gentlemen yeah. that Fucks me up. Yep. At least we still have some good like bratwurst and shit. They're all frozen. Do we? Yes, we do. Ooh, that's exciting. A good piece Damn. of meat. Damn. Good piece of meat. These bratwursts right. have like nice chunks of like really just creamy melt in your mouth pork fat. It's crazy. Mm. It just melts like like just butter. Give me a little bit of that butter. It, it just melts like butter. Yeah. So that whole event was cool. I also especially like like the pork butt, which does not come from the butt apparently. Yep, it's the shoulder. And what's pork shoulder? It's a butt. Yeah, it's a butt. <laughs> That's it. It's the backside. I like me a loin. A loin? Loins are fine. Lanes. I like pork belly the most. Yeah, pork belly is definitely the most fun. Crispy pig's ears are super fucking delicious. I didn't um, have them. <coughs> Ow. <coughs> I didn't have those. I don't think he... Did he do the crispy pigs yet? Yeah, he put them out on the charcuterie I deck. didn't try them there, but I'm just saying in general, they're very good. What are those called? Chitlins? No, no, no. Chitlins something else. Chitlins well, is... Shows what I know. Intestines? Intestines? Yes, no, maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah, so that was a that was a great event. And just getting out to take nature baths in general or just not sleeping in your bed great feeling yeah that was a horribly uncomfortable night let me put that yeah it was there. so cold we did not bring anything really we did not bring the proper situation it was freezing cold and we i was just thinking about in the death tent i was just thinking about <laughs> yeah i was just thinking about bringing my all my video equipment and like some clothes and it was all there and it was so nice and warm in nashville 
We went out there and we went to sleep. I had like two jackets on top of me and like one thin blanket. And just sleeping on the floor. It's just ice cold. Oh my God. There was a point. I, and plus we got like three or four hours of sleep. I mean, it was just a vicious situation. Yeah, I didn't like wild. it. I didn't like it, but I loved it. It's a nice struggle. It's hey, one of those things. What do we talk about? It's the in the moment. It feels like shit, but then it's kind of cool after at the end of the day, and you look back on the day, you're like that was dope. Yeah, got no sleep. At some point, I went into my car and blasted the heater and just fell asleep. Yep, I woke up to that and I was like, "This motherfucker yeah, didn't dude. even tell me that that was happening." Dude, I was dying. <laughs> I literally woke up at like four and I was like. <gasps> I didn't even think I was like I mean yeah I just was like leave him behind. Yeah, I was scrunched up in the corner of the tent <laughs> like fetal position and there was somehow like water under me that had condensed and I was kind yeah. of wet and I was like oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It was it's it got tough. down to like 34, yeah, 35. It's pretty tough. It sucks. I was th- I mean I guess I could have thought about waking you up but I think you're so strong, okay. you know. Okay. That's cool. I, you're just such a badass. I'm like, dude, he's sleeping like a fucking baby. That's true. Just imagining like fucking setting wild fires. I slept like a fucking baby. All I did um, Pretty much all I ate was... Was it cold outside last night? What? <laughs> Didn't even know. Fuck, man. Good morning. All I ate for the rest of the day was just alcoholic drinks until late in the evening when I finally got a tamale as one of the last main oh, like, big those courses. those tamales were good. That was fire tamale. Those tamales were so good, bro. But I was living off good drinks uh, from Hendrix. Yeah. You're funny when Hendrix. you get drunk. You look like a... You, you just look like a Frenchman. Yeah. I'll put it that way. But... But you're a very light. You're like literally a bubble floating around. Yeah, I feel like a bubble. That's what I walk around. I feel like a giant hey, drunken bubble. Mm-hmm. Floating. Yeah. Well, how are you feeling? I'm just floating. Yeah, just floating around. Don't okay. need to do nothing else. Grab my hand. I'll take yeah. you anywhere you want to go. To Wonderland. <laughs> That's a. Uh, that is Julian while drunk. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I uh, I am excited. I have, I have something I want to talk to you about. I'm yeah. so I'm going camping. Speaking of like liking nature baths, I'm going camping in two days mm. for three days. Gonna be fun. Gonna be nice. What should I bring? Are what do I need to go buy? I need some flashlights. Are you going to a campground? Yeah. So okay, it's pretty so gay. You so don't you don't anything. need that much. No. Uh, I'm sure somebody has coolers with food. Somebody's I I think I'm gonna right. buy coolers for us anyway. Like when we go out on the canoe. Yeah. For a day, you know, we need a cooler. Cool. We'll definitely get a cooler. Uh, get some some foods that you enjoy, you know, that you can have on the side. I'm sure other people are bringing shit for everybody, so maybe you want to include that. Man, you're on campgrounds. I don't know. You don't need anything. It's pretty easy, man. <laughs> yeah, campgrounds are... I mean, I don't know what kind of campground it is, if it has all the amenities, but... Cha-cha, motherfucker. Past that this Shut word. the fuck up, dude. Nobody knows what you're talking I'll about. You're you ruining out. the podcast. Oh my god. I Just wait. I'll give it to you. Just no, wait. No, Julian, where are you going? This. I'm it's empty. This? Yeah, this is yours. Oh, this is yeah, you fuck. Confusion. Sorry, we're literally Julian literally such a nicotine fiend that when the, the vape comes out, dude, he has he has a mental breakdown and has to fundamentally stop the podcast to get his way. No, 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 no. Dude, dude. It's like watching a heroin addict crawl. To his, his piggy bank with a hammer, you know, just to break it open. The piggy bank of his childhood destroyed. Now, Julian, back to it. <laughs> I will mm. get you this. I will get you this sweet, sweet Nick. 
I will. Don't talk about it. Oh, so fucking satisfying. Don't look at me. I feel like a man. Don't look at me. Look at the computer. Uh, I don't have a computer. So, yeah. Coolers, lights. I need to get a good sleeping bag, too. Yeah, get a good sleeping bag. Get one rated. I mean, you don't need it now, but get one rated for for later. That would be ideal. A good 32-degree sleeping bag will get you where you need to be. Yeah, that sounds nice. Because it gives you some versatility. I mean, eventually you want to... you got to get, like, straight-up winter-grade stuff for actually going to cold places. Like, you can't get the all-season. That I mean, they do sell that, but yeah. to really, like, do winter fucking trekking, you need <laughs> yeah, straight you winter material. You know it's going to be, yeah. It's different it's not material. like some breathing hybrid active cool yeah I mean, super heat lock technology. i think the closest thing you could get you could get something that could last you fall spring and summer yeah which is fine here like it's nice to have a home sleeping bag it's just like hey let's go out camping in the smokies like i don't need you know we should probably do that in the summer so you know i need a summer bag and a, and a winter bag for yeah, sure definitely. start with summer bag because i can use that now that yeah. a couple blankies Man, what am I going to bring to eat, ladies and gentlemen? You don't even need Couple a Couple Budweiser's. You, you don't even need to get some blankets. No, but I want to make like a cush floor. Literally just for, you know, Kama Sutra style bending. That's true. You got to just have cush floor all day. Pretty warm just the floor. And you can just use the entire floor plan of the tent. I'm not trying to limit my movement possibilities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to I be flying. I have a charger, um, portable charger for your phone if you want to br- take that with you. That's I don't cool. Know if you have your own, but you can take that. I don't. I would love to. Yeah, because that'll be helpful. And I'm sure there's power. It's a fucking campground, but you know, could be. Yeah, a but thing. it's nice to have a portable charger. Yeah, fuck it. You can keep it in your tent. You don't have to plug up to some public, some public outlet. Yeah. Ew. <gasps> ew. Might catch a disease. Oh god. Wouldn't want that, would I? Uh. Yeah. So easy. So fine. Okay. I'm a bitch. Thanks, dude. Fucking great. Yeah. Talk. You go to your your little campground for dude, babies. You no. Know, it is. It is just. Getting out. Here we can just, you know, sleeping outside. It's going to be nice. Yeah, it's fine. You walk to your little porta potties. I will pee in the tent if that makes you happy. Okay, deal. I will shit in a corner and I will just eat that as my sustenance. Take a photo and send it off to all the, all the hotties. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, when you have to eat your own shit in the corner of a tent, girls are like, what a badass. Oh my God. Background. He's willing to survive. By eating his own shit? Just to see me next Tuesday. So hot. He's, we're going out for drinks. So hot. We're going out for drinks. It's going to be crazy. Oh, my God. I don't drink Cosmos anymore. They give me a headache. Yeah. No, I just drink vodka, water. I like dirty martinis. Dirty? I'm dirty. Dirty. Triple X. That is, that is <laughs> the kind of response I'm looking for yeah. while I'm camping. I'm looking for a wifey like that, personally. I'm going to make you some dirt. You know, dude, there's nothing better <laughs> than having a girlfriend for the funniest reason. And, like, and... Uh, or, a, or a wife or whatever. <clears throat> Just like in the 1950s TV shows, dude. You come home after a long day and they got a nice, cool cocktail oh. ready for you. Just like a, a sip, you take off your jacket, you're walking around, you're like, hmm, it's a fine, hey, baby. You Thanks, know, honey. You take good care of her. Give her a kiss on the cheek. Emotionally and physically. A pat on the behind. Yeah. Mm. Oh, thank you. Where are the kids? She's like, mm, kids will be home in a few hours. Ooh. Loosens tie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Walks to bedroom triumphantly. It's funny. It's like uh, the brainwash of media is evident. It is, but it's so <laughs> fun, know? man. It's so fun. That's one of the coolest images ever. No, but seriously, like I've had the experience where you like, somebody's like, yeah, there's going to be like a, a drink waiting for you, a little bit of food. Let's do a massage. You know, it's fucking, that's, that's nice. Oh, 
That's a relationship, and you should give that back too. Because oh, definitely. Because when you I when you invest up front in a relationship. Then you're seeing what the return is going to be like. It's all about return. It's all about ROI. Yeah. Right? You invest up front. You check the market water. You see what's happening with your money in the short term. In the short term, ladies and gentlemen. And you just take a quick ride to see if this stock was going to shoot. Okay? Mm, and it almost always shoots if you really put in the money. Yeah. you got. I mean, you have to invest in what I'm selling to really Feel that ROI. Oh, I love a good ROI. Dude, that shit gets me hard. <laughs> Damn, and we're here with the proper proper times. No, I uh <laughs> No, I was I was playing a character, Julian. That wasn't no character, that was you. No. Yeah. No, I don't see you're playing a character. It's kinda weird. No, kind this, of weird. Kind of ruining me. the cast. I was just saying it's nice to have a little Dude, drink you, when you why, get home. Why you call me a Casper? Partnership, there? Julian. Partnership is beautiful. If you can have a mutually beneficial, emotionally engaging, halfway psychopathic relationship. You know, there's got to be a little crazy in there. It gets boring otherwise. You've got to be a little crazy. It gets a little crazy. It gets a little sad. Yeah, sad and happy yeah. in different plumps. Different plumps it, of information. Different plumps. Here's a plump of info for you. I hate you and it's over. It becomes the fat ball in your neck that fucking kills you. Yeah. So so relationships are good things, guys. Develop those. Broad strokes audience. Ooh. Audience. I don't care if it's friends. I don't care if you have a, a, a congress of concubines. You develop whatever relationships you need to make sure that you're getting the human interaction that you need to, to, to learn, to feel supported. Thank you, Brian. And to get your rocks off. And to get your rocks off okay, and yeah. some rocks under that fine pour of scotch. Yes. A couple big old ice cubes in a little tumbler. Give oh, it no, to no. Me. A bucket glass. A bucket glass, oh. ladies and gentlemen. That's yeah. class right so there. there. But there's truth. There's truth behind what I'm trying to say. At the same time, you know, playing characters to deflect any sort of serious aspects of my day-to-day life really pulls through it with some satisfying feelings internally. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad you feel that way about it. Yeah. How do you feel? About characters? Yeah. I, they are easy to get lost into. Yeah. And there's automatically a connection with a human being where I can do that and it works and they can respond back in weird ways and weird accents and pretend to be characters. Automatically, I'm like, oh, dude, yes. We're cool. Yeah, we're, we're super cool. cool. Exactly. Automatically. That, that is number one thing. If they're like awkward and like, oh, what is he? What are you doing? I mean, fuck, maybe it's annoying to certain people, but dude, I have such a good time. It's really fun. It's so funny. It's 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 fun to also play and put your mindset in a weird way. It's almost like an empathetic practice, you know, uh, of, of some kind of like extra personality uh, activity, you know, yeah. outside of your personality somewhere else. You can just kind of be thinking that way like you you almost start thinking in that way as you're acting as a character like that's the voice you're thinking yeah, is I, the I feel voice like you're... it stems from a yearning to be all these different people yeah you know what i mean There's, i have so many different weird characters in my mind that are pot like oh yeah like a, if i was that that would be awesome yeah from and, from a from a fucking gremlin under a bridge to the heroic cowboy yeah you know? i mean I, I there's so many versions of me that would like oh that would be cool if i did that so I feel like when I'm doing that, it's kind of you're you're trying to be this other person because you can act a totally different way. You can create a character that's so 
so out of this world, so not what you would do, but has this weird emotional attachment to the person you normally are. Yeah, it's wonderful, wonderful make-believe. Mm. Make-believe is a great thing. Oh. You have to have imagination. Um, <clears throat> or else you're in danger of taking everything too seriously. You can't think laterally. You can't think outside of the box. You can like... Or you can't, I mean, you know, maybe you can, but I believe that almost acting as characters makes you take things in in a lot of different ways and like some and in some moments you know you do want to be other people um and you want to make the world more interesting in a weird way you know like you almost being a gremlin under the bridge is like you know i'm gonna play this character because it, it would make an interesting world in your head um so you you can if you can think like that then you can almost think out of the box of a situation you know is it like this or what could the world be mm. well you know? in order to properly portray the character you're trying to you're trying to portray you have to kind of think like them. That's the only way. So once you start thinking like them, it changes everything. You can take different bits of information and quickly imagine what that that person would say, what that person would think about it. And it makes, I don't know, it just makes for something more interesting. You know, some gangster dude is going to think very differently about, you know, you clogging another guy over the head with a flashlight than your normal self would. Yeah. The gangster dude would be like, oh, yeah, fucking take him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But normal person would run away or yeah, fucking some shit. Fuck? It'd be a problem. So it's fun to just imagine what it would be like to be this person who just who responds to a situation like that in that way. He was like, go get him. Yeah, go get him, motherfucker. Like that would be dude. Imagine being that person where you just have that feeling. That's that's intense. I, mm-hmm. did, I just can't imagine it. It's not me. Yeah. So but it's you can't do. Well, I can. <laughs> you can imagine it. You can't really. I can try. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, I'll never know it exactly, but I can really attempt to put myself in those shoes. I mean, knowing I've felt those feelings, but in different situations and in different levels of intensity. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, can I relate think, in that way. I think most people can relate with the fact that humans, you know, have their own story in their head. You know, we make stories. That's how we kind of communicate with our own personal realities and, and other people's realities. Like we just tell the story. Um, and so when you can, when you speak to yourself in the term of stories and acting, it, it really, you know, puts, puts you in a pretty immersive mental state, you know, cause that's the way we're, we're trained to think or the way that we think with language, you know, connective stories. So when you can jump into that, it is like living a new life and a new skin in, in a weird way. It gives you a little taste cause you just almost really want to believe it. You know, you just want to be there. You want, yeah, like I firmly, like right now we're in a fucking, you know, standoff in the middle of an endless horizon, you know, in the New Mexico desert. And just like, and my mouth is so dry. Oh, it's just a momentary relief as well from the stresses of the normal you. You spend so much time in this world and trying to build it up and build it up. So the second you get to pretend to be someone else for a minute and it's okay. It just gives you that, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not that anymore, so I don't have to think about all the shit that fucking legitimately annoys you or worries you or whatever is yeah. frustrating in your normal day-to-day life. Yeah, you're just, just somewhere for, else. Just for a minute. It's way cool. It's probably, it's kind of like what video games do. Yeah. In a way, it's that same feeling. You get into a, a really great video game, and you feel like you're a part of a totally different world. And, I mean, that's why it's sucking a lot of people in, because people don't find as much happiness or whatever. Maybe it in requires too much work day-to-day in their world. regular you know, waking world. So they enter these states of these trance states playing video games for hours and days at a time because that it's just more pleasurable. Else. Well, they, they've learned to figure the that numbers out. always go up. Yep. You know, exactly. They don't, have, it's not nearly as complex, at least not yet. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the, the 
I feel the same way about watching movies too. It's just anything to kind of free you up a little bit. It's a, uh, it's kind of funny that, you know, we can get to a point where, where <clears throat> like, where does that come from? Like, I feel like me and you, when you were younger, we would, we would talk to each other in a British accent for a lot of the time we knew each other when we first met. That's kind of a fun little fact is we talked in a British accent for a long ass time. Mm. And it's like, um, you know, I don't know what happened in life or whatever that, that, or, or, or whether I should even be having the feeling like maybe, you know, playing a character means this and this and could be possibly a bad thing or a coping mechanism. Like, where is the, where is that standard for what a regular good life should be? You know, a lot of people who do run away to video games are living a life, you know, but they don't feel like they're living like the good one, Mm -hmm. you know, so they want to go live the good one. You know, where, you know, we're setting the standard in, in a lot of funny ways. And it's, it's just, I always find it interesting to think about where that comes from. Hmm. Where do we set our table of expectation in life? You know, throughout a multitude of experiences, I'm sure. But, you know, once again, it just, it just always interests me that these things are so biologically and fundamentally important. Like literally people who decide to... um you know, or, or who maybe don't even decide to, but are, are, are cursed with a negative way of thinking and a negative pattern of thinking about the way that their life is or, or upset about how it should be, have, have real physical ailments that come to them. You know, it really sickens and, 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 and destroys your body. I mean, it does in many ways, and there's plenty of, of studies to prove it. At the same time, I mean, you can see plenty of people who've lived a, a meaningful life who get the same thing. You know, dudes yeah. who've been runners their entire life, the top runners, and all of a sudden they get cancer, you know, at 38. Oh, yeah, And yeah. die. Well, I don't think it's just sickness. That's not really... I just think it's funny that... You mean like a mental sickness? The, the chance... Yeah, it's just the fact that something implanted in us, like, uh, can make us have a pattern of thinking that is, like, I guess not biologically viable to even our own body's biology. You know, these stress hormones that shoot through us, like, they're valuable in some ways, but we're not evolved with the modern state of being. We don't, we almost don't even use stress hormones properly. You know, they just come from these weird constructs of, of thought mm. rather than, oh, I'm getting chased down by something that might kill me, you know? Yeah. And then otherwise, you know, uh, you, you, at least you have more, you have more fear of that moment of like, oh, I'm going to get chased down and eaten. than you do like, oh man, you know, maybe I'm, maybe that wasn't a nice move for me to talk to Jerry like that, you know? Yeah. And then you're like, maybe I'm just kind of a piece of, what is it? You, know, you go, you, you can go down a, a, a path, you know, that would seem, I think much more minuscule if your day-to-day life was, 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 uh, had more active danger, physical danger. Yeah. Um, so I think we're in this weird place where we can just stress all the time. And it actually just has a really rough effect because we're not evolved to live in these lives, you know, and we grow up with, with these experiences and every human has, every human has had their surrounding, their community, the thing that, that informed them. But we have this weird, interesting global community coming out. You know, the, the cultures are becoming less and less disparate, you know, they're kind of being Westernized everywhere. So this, this, this one size fits all idea of what success, satisfaction and and happiness is that that one size fits all is, is not compatible, you know. No. So running away can make sense in a lot of in in a lot of ways, because it gives us 
that feeling of like, man, you know, I'm imagining that like I'm in this intense moment. I'm going to ask my bouncers to kill this guy or whatever, or I'm going to go, you know, I'm, I'm flying, whatever it is. I'm going to be a superhero. Um, or I'm going to be a EDM German EDM DJ breaking the boundaries of what, what the possibilities in your life are kind of hitting that next, that weird place where you just, you can't imagine it just gets you out of it all for a fucking second. We were, we're predisposed to something that may not, you know, that, that may not. and, And it seems with the way the numbers are going is not satisfying something deep inside of the human biology. I mean, I think you, the, Playing a character has been around since way before any of this type of high-level civilization we experience today. Yeah. I mean, tribal societies, you know, you'd always see the little kids running around playing make-believe, you know, pretending to be warriors, pretending to be animals, you know, taking things from the world they knew and putting it into some kind of tiny person's imagination. Yeah. And, you know, you would see that in, in religion. They would be pretending to be different types of characters, making plays, telling stories. So it's... It's always going to be there. I think it's this weird humans humans can can see possibilities and can create abstractly possibilities in their head. They can see things without actually being presented them. And I feel like that's that's something really special that we're able to do that I guess makes us stand out from other animals. Yeah. We see things in a in a much we see into the future a lot further than the average person or the average animal rather. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's um and, and I wonder too because my last statement was almost in a weird way colored by the fact that you know it seems as though rates of depression uh in general like the numbers at least you know we're being fed are 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 going up. But I'm also wondering are they just collecting more numbers now? <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean I think there's plenty of things that are showing that the life we're living is more is causing a lot of depression based on the yeah. things like the lights and the and social media has a direct effect on depression and yeah. all, all of these various you know makes sense. Intense it's so weird that 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 so weird that you could like post a, a picture a collection of photons turned yeah. to data of your body and like send it out and some human types into his software you know fatty ugly yeah and it destroys you it's interesting well it's a it's a strange thing that's becoming people's tribes like you know more and more as we've become a global community and we're getting into this fucking world where it's just about okay just go to work you know feed your family do about your thing and you have a very you don't really have a tribe you're spending all your time at work you don't have a group of close people that you love or at least many people don't so not being able to enjoy that i feel like people are 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 they want something so bad. Right. So that's where Instagram just hops right in. It's people giving you Join attention, yeah. telling you that mostly that they like you. I mean, there's a lot of, I would say there's mostly positive shit in a lot of places. Yeah. But then if you let that negative comment get to you, that is where you get fucking destroyed. Yeah. When you just read too much into it. Well, the problem really is I think less so the adults, although many adults are, are guilty of this. But it's the little kids who don't have that sense of like, oh, it really doesn't matter yeah, what this random person on the internet said. <laughs> it does not matter. Those kids are not at the age where they can understand that yet. Yeah, it's kind of interesting that me and you grew up at the kind of last vestige of, oh, hey, like you don't have a phone. You know, there was phones, but it's like you don't have one because not everybody has phones. Yep. You know, I, at least when I was younger, I was like, go fucking play with the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, go outside. We had a little dinner bell. When dinner was ready, yep. we'd run in the back door with some weird shit. It's funny. It's that's so that's so animal. You know I what know. I'm saying? Like moms like ringing the bell for yeah, food. Yeah, now they would just be, now they just text you. 
Yeah, but it's so odd. It's yeah, it's just so the 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 understanding somewhere inside that like man, there's been such good times and and almost all of them are surrounded by 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 people in the flesh rather than you know. I, I guess even if you don't have that perspective though, I would I would feel that you would get to that conclusion eventually. You 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 either will or you'll probably be dissatisfied because there's 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 some key missing interactive uh, moments in life that just can't be done through technology. It has to be done, yeah. with, you know, with flesh. We're not there yet. I mean, maybe one day we'll, we'll get to the point where, you know, you're living in a, in a virtual world where it feels just as real as the world. And you can, you can interact with people that have complex emotions and, and personalities. Hopefully. I mean, shit, that would be pretty cool. I, I, I would be excited to see that, but, sure. but I mean, as of now we're we're stuck to but this. But then do you, you know, well, I guess because you could design kind of a lot of experiences if you wanted to 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 feed you a certain uh, emotion, a certain pattern of thinking. But it, it does make me think: when things get too complex, then do we like not even want to leave and go there? You know, does the same uh, like repeated, unfortunate uh, social group feeling just follow us inside? You know, it's somewhere in our brain. Yeah, it's hard to escape. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You could even. It, it's hard to. I wonder what that would. You know. I mean, this is science fiction straight up, but I wonder what it would be to have a fully sensory virtual reality. Like, how do you, how much can you cheat that? I think it would be a lot like what we're experiencing right now. It would, it would, it would feel, I mean, the best video game ever would be one where you're dropped into it and you don't remember being the player. You are just in the game. Yeah. You're the character. You're behind you, enemy lines. You know, you drop into Call of Duty World at War and you're a Russian fighter taking Berlin, yeah. the most intense and vivid experience you could have as that character would be to completely forget about the other life that's playing the game and to be fully invested in this character with all the the sounds, the feelings, everything. And I mean that that's what this is essentially. This could I mean I don't know. It's you know like you were saying it's science fiction, but this could be one of those types of video games. It's just a great video game that we just decided what would be the most intense thing, something that there's legitimate consequences. You will feel pain, you will feel sadness, but you will also feel ecstasy and and triumph. You, and it, it could be anything. You could have a horrible life where you're just fucking abused from the time you're born until you're four and you're killed by one of your family members. Mm -hmm. But that's the game. It'd game be funny if we're in that game right now. Oh my lord! Wouldn't it be funny to die and then like, oh. and then you come back to your real life and you're like, wow, this is. I forgot I started playing a game. Yeah. It was just five minutes. You were just in there five minutes. Now, but. that would be the ultimate video game. And you could make that in tons of different ways. It wouldn't have to be humans. You could design all kinds of weird worlds if you got to that point. Yeah. Maybe God is just a designer of the video game. I mean, the video game is... Uh, yeah, it's the, I feel like that's the closest fucking analogy to whatever the hell it is. Yeah, in some ways. Just hopping. You know, and it's a, even the idea of a player gives this idea of like one particular person who's doing it. I don't know if it's even that. Yeah. But it's something that's just. Decided I love to how much you can this. you can postulate on, on creation. Uh, you know, people maybe don't like it sometimes, but on creation and, um, and, you know, understanding in of the human experience. Like it's it, because we don't know anything about it, anything about any kind of source. We don't know much, uh, and you can always imagine that you could zoom out even further. Zoom out one more from you know you want to call it God. We'll zoom out further. Is like God a part of a community? You know, is, 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 you know, what is, how, how could we possibly know? We know, we don't even know how to get to. I think our brains are too itsy bitsy. We're just to too itsy bitsy. We just can't, we can't fathom 
you know, the size of our, our, our universe. We can't fathom it. It's impossible. You know, whatever you're thinking, you're thinking of a bunch of little white planets and dots, like pictures of you looking up in the sky. Like, that's fine, but you can't even fathom. Perhaps you can, though. Perhaps it's just a matter of getting out of your own way. Hmm. And I mean, I think that's the whole idea with people taking all kinds of drugs and, you know, doing dances or putting themselves through immense pain to take their regular waking self, their reasoning, their their self that makes decisions about how they're going to go about their day, get rid of that and move it out of the way. And then what's under that? I feel like there's a lot, I feel like your brain probably uses a lot of energy and puts it all towards those functions. The functions that keep you alive, the functions that make you feel like an individual, those things that are meant to keep your body moving. But that you take that all away and like what's left. I feel like you have a lot more room to maybe think about these things and can be, I mean, yeah, there's no guarantee that it's what it is, but people feel as though, and many people throughout history, including today, probably more than ever today, uh, have, have had what they would consider an experience of that unfathomable thing that you were just talking about. I mean, I totally hear you. I guess in some ways it, uh, it is, you can fathom it, right? When you get all of the relationships that you have connected directly to like, um, laws or facts or you know when you're on a when you're on a psych- psychedelic trip in a lot of ways you forget yourself and those sensations and you're met with an entirely new set of variables and it oh, it stops you from from I mean if you question everything too much it almost makes it hard to bear yeah. but the second you stop uh, trying to question and bring things down to you know what you might remember is I'm not thinking like a human right now or like I'm not you know what I'm saying like I'm not thinking as I should be thinking, you know, yeah, you get kind of afraid. You get that attachment starts, starts coming up your attachment to the emotions and the thoughts that you normally have and what's, what's acceptable to have and what's acceptable to see these things are being broken up in front of you. And it's really what, what I'm really interested by also is the, the ways people do it without actually taking anything, without actually taking anything at all, like the pain ways and the starvation and like not drinking water and doing these crazy fucking things that are very dangerous to do to yourself just to achieve that feeling. Yeah, even certain even certain practices of meditation and isolationism, mm-hmm. you know, because just as much as we need water for, you know, what we think to be right, we also, we need human contact. At least that's what it feels like. So you almost detrain yourself from having to be, having to be ruled by this human set of laws. You know, people just decide not to eat. They almost break that fundamental root mm. rule. Decide not to drink and decide uh, not to be a part of society. And it almost pushes you to such a brink that it's like, okay, what else? But you're still thinking. You're still living in a lot of ways. I mean, we're bound to a certain extent. But our thinking doesn't necessarily have to be bound to that human desire. Mm. You know, we will eventually have to drink water. We'll die. But pushing us to that limit allows our thinking to expand just from this instant gratification or, or knowing facts immediately kind of thing. This is a knowledge button that we hit. Mm, you know, yeah, it's, it's like, a nice, a nice break from it. You have yeah. to, you're, you're pushed away in a totally different direction where there's no more decision making. It's just your body going into a state to try to keep you alive. Yeah. Just, just keep you alive and be there and keep breathing. And you're deciding to, to put yourself there. Yeah. So you're, so, you know, through that decision that breaks a lot of, uh, a lot of mental chains, you know, because naturally I think, you know, if even we look to our animal brothers and sisters, um, if there, if we have the availability to get food and the availability to, uh, to be with a community that helps each other, especially mammals, um, 
we would if there wasn't something else going on in our head, some kind of capability to, to seek visions beyond even our own mortal uh, coil, if you want to use a faux pas. I, I wonder if other animals, if they had that, that ability we were talking about earlier, the ability to see possibilities yeah. and to look into the future and, and think about what it could possibly bring. I bet they have it in some capacity. I, I, almost I just wonder how, how it applies. That's what I find so strange about the human thing. It varies so much, and it moves into such weird. It, it, the tentacles kind of go out into very odd directions. I've, I don't know because obviously I've never been in the in the brain of the most intelligent animals out there. Right. Uh, but it's it's tough to to imagine that the types of things they would focus on. I, I suppose that's also a bias of being human. We we value certain things to to progress in. Yeah. We value certain things that you that you want to push forward for. And other animals might just, I mean, you know, a whale, let's say, which is considered a very, very intelligent creature. Maybe if they got to the point where they could create technologies, what would they, what would they build? I don't know what their, their ultimate goal would be, but it wouldn't be the same as a human, I don't think. No, there'd be a whole different set of needs. Or at the same time, I mean, do they have a very similar set of needs to what we have, considering the fact they're social animals, they rely on each other just like humans do, they have little individual cultures, they have family and blood ties that that mean very much to them they grieve they have all these emo- so i wonder if actually just because they were also evolved on this earth i mean do you think maybe it could be very similar it would I mean, be different similar, in the sense that they're it's physically different but in the exactly it's similar in the fundamental like needs that we have we've we have in in a lot of ways developed from the same you know by uh, a beneficial evolution us and the whales you know, something is beneficial to the fact that we have communities and we can work together. You know, I was looking, watching that new Netflix nature documentary and the way these whales like swirl to get krill into this one spot and they just fucking feed with each other, just fucking absolutely gorge by working together. I mean, it's for a certain amount of survival. So I, I, I think too, like humans have, you know, I, I just can't, I, based on the various strands of consciousness that at least I even feel in the humankind and even in my understanding of even the species of animals and how many different strands of existence there are in within those species. Like what do particular little, you know, wolves do? What experiences do they have sometimes? Like what are the personalities? Like I don't know enough wolves. You know, I don't watch them in their natural way. I'm not connected to them in that way. So I'm sure there's, you know, ex- spirits that exhibit those sort of, you know, greater than just hunting and 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 you know finding warm shelter like there's got to have to be some i at least can believe that there could be some sort of some separated thought from their physical existence something but i don't i mean i also think that they live in a much more because of their biological evolution and their their lack of capability to make tools like we were like it was hard it it's hard to, to separate yourself from just the dog-eat-dog dog world that you live in, the predator and prey. Like, you are a... If you slow down in those fundamental survival mechanisms, like a human deciding not to drink water, you know, a wolf deciding not to eat, not to eat like, you're just gonna... You're gonna get fucking eaten. Yeah, because the likelihood of, of starvation is already high enough. Yeah, at least, like, the, the people who are so. meditating in temples, like, they... they they did assure a certain amount of protection and like they weren't really going to kill themselves. Yeah. You know, there was some sort of leftover survival mechanism that we have to bow down to at some point. Uh, but the wolves are even less prepared to take that kind of time. But I wonder if it's possible. Yeah. I wonder if, I wonder what domestication for dogs does too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and different animals. Well, like, I mean, you see it with uh, with rats, for example, and birds that are in cities. They're generally considered much more intelligent than birds you see out in the wild. Their problem-solving abilities, living in cities, living in the human environment of weird contraptions and machines and things we have everywhere, they learn how to navigate these kind of complicated pathways for the first time, you know, for forever. These, these animals have never had to experience that type of environment. So they're adapting pretty quickly, especially since those environments are, are fairly new. So, I mean, you, you're definitely seeing it with a lot of these animals, especially the ones that are spending a lot of time close to people. Yeah. You almost mimic what, whatever. I wonder around. though, why certain group, cause you, you always hear about certain groups of people who live the old way and there's tiny little isolated tribes. Why people, why did they, for some reason, maybe the culture or something, why did they decide to continue the way they're going while others decided, Oh, we need to create a bigger society. We need to have more wealth. We need to be the leaders of, of this entire land. Like what, what, caused that well some people just they still live the way they've lived for thousands and thousands of years yeah i think i think you definitely can see it almost specifically on 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 a cultural aspect you know some of the most carnal feelings of humans lead towards the lead towards greed and 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 need for dominion and domination um and 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 safety like proliferating the most safety the most food the most wealth the most comfort um is something that's that's definitely within us and i think you know, the culture that grows up aggressive, you know, or that, that just for some reason gets that, that little piece of like, you know, the aggressive, uh, caveman started his little posse, you know, and the, the chill ones started their little posse and they separated, you know, long ago. Uh, and if you have an aggressive person, and a non-aggressive person on a playing field, one that's literally willing to do whatever they need to like kill the fuck out of you and take your spot. And then non-aggressive people are going to lose. That's just yeah. what's going to happen. They're going to get kicked the fuck out. So the pr- proliferation of aggression seems almost pretty easy. And in these rare circumstances, there's the cultures that were just grown out of that kind of real living and that where you don't really talk about. You know, it's not if you were talking about day to day in those cultures, like we have to go take over this and take over that and, and grow and expand. And we're losing our power. You know, we need to fight. You would fight until you until you didn't exist or until you were at least proven that, hey, keep fighting. You're not going to exist on this earth anymore. We're going to mm-hmm. wipe you the fuck out. Um, you know, the if they were having those conversations, it would, you know, it would lead to some kind of action. And when it doesn't, it's just, you know, it's just it seems like a spawn, a, a part of, of the same tree that, you know, or a piece of this little path of, of human evolution, human cultural evolution that was really disadvantaged from the start. You know, yeah. Just it's just not the advantageous place to be, especially in a world in which there's no. Uh, still, now you can see similarities to where there's no oversight. Oh you yeah, whenever there's I mean, no yeah. oversight, that's where the most abuse happens, and and where morals become, you know, either you're a really righteous motherfucker, or morals become very gray very fast. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, like it's it's difficult you to define your reasons. It's very difficult to spend time, you know, cultures butted up next to each other who have who have disagreeing ideologies. That can be very difficult, especially if those are deeply ingrained and it becomes part of the culture that, oh, other ideologies should not exist. That becomes a really difficult thing when you get those people together. So, I mean, I understand why the idea of homogenization in society and the whole global economy thing and making everyone the same. I get why that sounds like a good thing, because different people, when they're together, often don't get along and that leads to, you know, a negative outcome. So I, I understand the the excitement about that because it means, oh, we're all going to relate to each other. But at the same time, I feel like the it, it's rather lackluster. The world loses some kind of interesting 
a sense of adventure right. when when everywhere you go people are talking about the same thing yeah that becomes well, using uh, the exact same devices to achieve the same results yeah know? i mean it's a total it's amazing and it's very impressive and who knows what it'll lead to that might be a million times more amazing and safer and you know happier i, I don't know but yeah it's just it, the it's, fruit of that fundamental communication that we have to develop you know yeah. when we develop communication it's like well this could be advantageous if i could do it faster and further you know, because I, cause if we're going to get a bunch of people together to, to, to work on something or I need something from here, there's nowhere else I can get it. I need it from this place. How do I, how do I, how do I get this thing? I need it. You know, fundamentally communication is a huge boon and a benefit to, to, you know, having an ends that might, you know, not just exist in your block or in your city or in your town, you know, like nobody, nobody's making, you know, golden fire gilded wooden clocks here. You know, yeah. where does that come from? You know, you, you, you get this much wider ranging um, cultural understanding, you know, that just from from all things like, oh, yeah, I like, you know, French fruit and Mexican, food. All, you know, it all comes from somewhere and has been shared and 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 it has brought about great benefits. But it is it is unfortunate that it's not just a it's almost a lot of stuff you can, can be had here brought to your day, brought to your t uh, door in about two days. You know, mm -hmm. you don't really have to go on the on the hunt, you know, out somewhere to yeah. find something that you believe you need you know it's yeah. it's it's right at, at our fingertips well, the so the focus is on convenience and and ease of living rather than f relationships and family and perseverance they've kind of moved away from that everything we're sh we're shooting for is about just satisfying those quick needs and desires as easily as possible and the idea is that that will give you more time to spend with family, but unfortunately, people always want the newest thing, so it really gives them more time to keep working towards the next thing. Yeah, towards the, the towards thing. essentially the the nothing zone, the, yeah. the zone that you have in your head that actually is nothing. It doesn't even exist. You're going towards the nothing zone. Exactly. And thank you for joining us on the twilight zone. See how I wrap that back around? Wow. We gotta go. We gotta go to your dinner, dude. All right, we gotta go. Tejas yeah. del Brasil. Happy birthday, dude. Happy Mother's Day, by the way. We're, oh, no. We were. We finished off speaking about family, and, and you know, we do have the opportunity to make more time for them. Uh, so let's try. Talk to your mama. Fuck you.